never wake up and just know that the day going and go from good to horrible. Wait, 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 wait. He him out, him out. Is is then kind of days where you wake up for yourself, make up your bed, eat your little breakfast, freshen up, you know? Like nothing could bother your soul. But that is just it. It's that last aspect itself that I could only imagine would make the devil target you. I just wanted to go by the river, you know. You know, with my friends, but but either somebody or something had other plans for me. I mean, yeah, I, I used to hear everything about Lopino. From since I small, I know about the count and what has happened on a rainy night, Sakunya, Dwen, all the tralala, I know about it, but me and scared? That never fazed me, and it neither fazed my friends. We would spend from morning to evening by the river pool in Surrey Village and encounter not one thing. But as I say, things was going too good. Only one of my friends had lived up Surrey at the point in time. So the rest of we used to travel up from the junction on the main road together. I mean, after a while, I started moving ahead of everybody. Not on no selfish vibes, but I had learned my way, you know, to and from and Better early than late, right? So that day, we planned to reach for 11. So in Trinity time, everybody really go link up 1 o'clock. <laughs> well, not me. I pack my bag with the usual. Small towel, a little bit of clothes, some water. Pack a hemp. And the most important thing, my cutlass. Don't worry. It's just for the stray dog and them that has been on the track sometimes. And, and, and no, no, I, I don't hit them with it. I just, just scrape it on the ground and cause a little sparks to fly, you know? They just keep them at bay most of the times, but other than that, it's peace in the place because them potong and them, they're not really afraid much, you know? Anyhow, I do as usual, manage to get a taxi by the junction, pass the bar, and start heading up into the mountain. At the time, it was one of my favorite things to feel that breeze on my face early morning and to get a view through the bamboo looking out over Arukan Chin City. <sighs> if I don't need nowhere. Well, as usual, we pass the old church where there's put the pan stands and I stop off by the bar before the bendy. Walk down the hill and thankfully, there are no dogs today. I was still feeling a little uneasy, but. I reached for the cutlass. As I reached to walk down the last little incline where the river stream does meet the hill, I, I see in what, well, at the time, I, it, it looked like a young lady. She was just standing in the middle of the stream. I, I guess she was wetting she feet, but to me, it didn't look like she was touching the ground really, you know. So as I started to get closer to she, she started to move. I mean, I, I keep in my distance myself because... I don't know she from nowhere, but I find myself only taking glances at she. Cause you see, you had to cross the stream and walk along a little dry park to get to the pool in the back where we just bed. Well, I ain't decide to take that way, I decide to walk up the riverbed. As I walking up the riverbed, tell me what I go reach by the pool to see. This girl going up over the rocks, heading further back down into the river. But, but that make no sense because I know them rock sharp 
And from what I was seeing earlier, it didn't look like she had on shoes. It just, it bothered me. It bothered me bad. So I, I didn't swim at all. I just stay outside the river, smoke my hemp until my friends and them arrive. And like clockwork, I said I hear them coming down the track. I get them the usual greeting. I shout out, Oi! I get the usual reply, Oh! So I tell myself, Right, everything in our gear. Same time though, it sounds like as if though somebody threw a big stone and it hit the river water with a splash. My friends and I reached to see it happen. They watch me, they watch the river, and I watch them back. Safe to say, I didn't bail at all that day. My friends and I was a little shaken up too, but I ain't gonna lie, all the river was looking real nice. And I just knew that water had to be cold and nice because a couple of nights before it had rained heavy. Eh? Trust I get all kind of talk. But I'm to you, boy, you know, use big fish. Why am I being bait or thing? I just keep dismissing it. Eventually, as I continue to smoke my little thing, the thoughts on them just fade away. And we do as we usually do. We lime from morning to evening. It's late now, about minutes past six. So we start packing up and the place getting dark. We turn on the flashlights and we head out through the track again up the little hills on them. We walk all the way to the main Lopino road there and all are we standing up by the green old Surrey sign right there where the taxis on them does make the bend on the corner? Right, all are we standing up right there waiting for a taxi. It's six hours at the time. My friend, who living right down the road, say, well, again late, she says she got buys and she walk down to she house. It's five are we now. But the thing is, no taxis passing. I mean, we all know it was bound to happen, you know. But hey, lime is lime, right? None of we living up low, you know. None of we just drive. But we liming from morning to evening by the riverside. When you're young, yes? Anyhow, all are we panicking into and every man jack cool sweating, but nobody dare bust the mark. Same time now, a taxi rounds the corner and we breathe a sigh of relief. But quick as relief come, it go too. Because in that same panic, we air realize that one man have to stay behind. I don't know what possessed me that day. I don't know what, but I decide I want to be Mr. Responsible. And I say, now, nah, go ahead. A silence fall on everything. You could hear the crickets and the crap on them in the background. And as the taxi man, ironically, who break it, he looked at me and said, Young boy, you sure? He said, yeah, 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 don't worry yourself. Well, you go ahead, man. Well, he and asked again, you know. He have a full car, so he head down one time. As the car pull off, I sit down on the little concrete by the drop off there. And I say to myself, I gone, and I see I on my last hemp. And the worst part is, I can't even find my lighter. I ain't gonna lie, you know, it was a nice night. The moon was high in the sky. You could have hear all the nice little critters on them around. Everything was just feeling right. But then my mind, my mind started to play tricks on me. What if our next taxi don't come? 
How are you reaching home? Oh God, why I go and tell my mother? Maybe I could call my friend and spend the night by she. Nah, nah, nah. She parents check. And then, the thought dawned on me. Well, maybe I could walk down the track. Yeah, I mean, by the time I walking down, I, I sure a taxi go be coming on the way back up. So I say, all right. I ready myself. I take my cutlass. I put it between the two zippers in my bag. Check my phone. It's say 25%. Say, all right, man. The flashlight should last like a little 15, 20 minutes. By that time, a taxi bong to be coming up and see me. As I look to set off, tell me what I must see. The same young lady from before walked straight past me, heading down into the darkness. Well, I stand up. I say, what? This girl must be mad. I shout to she. No response. She's still walking. I shout to she again. No response. She's still walking. It's only when she get a good way in front of me, I finally shout out, Miss, you're walking down? She stop, turn around with a laugh and say, Well, join me now. Well, all you best believe you're not to ask me twice. I turn on my flashlight one time and set off behind she. She probably a good minute in front of me again, eh? And I know she there because I smelling she scent on the air. It almost burning my nose. But something about it was making me want to just run after she while forget I even have a flashlight. And I could kind of make out she shape in the moonlight too. But no matter how fast I walk, I just can't keep up with her. Eventually, I went from walking to power walking to full-on jogging. It's like I was going mad. I could, I could feel my chest on fire and how tight it is. The night air cold and bright. We high up in the mountains, so it ain't doing me no justice running. But I just had to see she face. I just had to touch she something. I just, I just had to talk to this woman. My body couldn't take it anymore. It gave way. I had to stop. I was gulping for air. Hands on my knees. And when I catch with myself, I realize, but hey, I out by the nice little lookout by the bamboo. I looking out at Arukanchan City, all the nice little city lights. And I tell myself, I should have been there. I should have been home. What are you doing? And as, as I catch myself, and I go to stand up, is then, is when I feel it. I don't know if it was she behind me, or what, but something standing up behind me, breathing on the back of my neck. Hot, hot breath running down my spine, permeating my skin, cutting through that cold night air. And in the sweetest voice, all I hear whisper in my ears, my father, I catch you watching my body river, you know. And dies when it hit. Feel like something reached deep into my chest and squeezed my heart. I couldn't move. Paralyzed by fear? I believe so. But my body itself was already at risk. Then, what make it worse? Is as I gone to reach for my cutlass to spin wrong, it's like somebody throw ants or, or jep or 
I don't know what, but I could have feel my body on fire. Hot, hot, hot. And I swear my face started to swell. At this point, I swinging at nothing but darkness in front of me. And all I hear is laughter ringing in my ears. But is that, is that what caused me to do what I do next? With one spin, I slam the cutlass on the ground. And as the sparks fly, I realize what it is going on here. The laughter turned to screaming. To make a long story short, I mash up the cutlass on the road that night. I beat the cutlass for a few like hours on that pitch, spark after spark, pieces of pitch flying. And then, as I swear I would have give up, a light started to come from behind me. I started to catch my bearings. And I ain't gonna lie to you, I swear it was the count himself riding up from hell to take my soul with him. But, thanks be to God, it was a taxi. It was in fact the same taxi man who had dropped my friends down the road. I never run in a car so fast in my life. I tell him I'd give him everything in my wallet if he carry me straight home. He ain't ask no questions. He make a U-turn one time. He got $150. But I, I get my soul. I never went up to be no sense. <laughs> I get so sick the days after that. I couldn't even eat nothing. I was vomiting up yellow bile from my stomach. I know top of my skin everywhere had swell up. Bad, bad, bad. It's like if sandfly had covered my body. You know... Some years back, I finally tell my friend what happened that night. And she laughed. Not in a bad way. But she laughed it off because everybody used to see that spirit up in Lopino. Nobody used to talk to it. Nobody used to interact with it. But they knew it was there. And she buffed me because I should have known better. She ain't wrong. I never saw me no river after that. Anybody out water, for matter of fact. I don't like to go to pool or, or lime by pool or anything of the sort because I know I could feel it that the next time I go to swim somewhere with a lime anywhere, she could be there waiting for me to pull.